Hi, I'm Mike Sklenz, and welcome to episode 29 of Nintendo World Report's Connectivity. Uh, it's been a busy week here with all of our PAX preparations, so we only have one segment for you, but it is a whopper of a segment, an hour and a half discussion of the 3DS's first year with Neil, Dan, and JP. Enjoy it. Hi, and welcome to 3DS Year One, Looking Back. I'm your host for this segment, Neil Ronahan, and with me I got the other two 3DS superfans, Don Koopman. Hello. And J.P. Corbin. Hey, everybody. Yeah, so um, then we're going to go over pretty much every damn thing that came out that's worth talking about on the 3DS from its launch day on March 27th, 2011, to... Roughly March 27th, 2012, or basically Kid Icarus Uprising yeah. will be the last thing we'll talk about, which came out two days. Well, I guess depends on the region, which I guess also the date of the 3DS launching depends on the region as well, because it, it came out in Europe on the 25th, right? Well, well yeah, but uh, most stores sold the day before, so... Hey. Oh, okay. Everything worth talking about, and then some stuff that isn't. Yes. Yes. But... I guess the, the best place to start would be the stuff that was included, which uh, every 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 system comes with the AR cards, which, I mean, they're, they're novel. I honestly, outside of the first month in which I screwed around with them and then showed them to people, I've not touched the AR cards. I don't know if you guys have done the same. See, I never even did them in the beginning. The first time, <laughs> the first time I scanned an AR card was just within, like, the last week for Kid Icarus. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I hadn't done anything before that. I saw myself in the first month. I did a lot of AR photographing, especially with the me stuff. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I still do that on and off, and I have a good idea. But it's not like I turn it off and that I'm like hours spending with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's it's one of those things that when I was showing it off to people that weren't as familiar with video games, I would be like, check out this crazy crap, and it'd be like, oh, now you can fish in 3D. Yeah, in real in the real world, it's a selling point. But it's the only. I mean, it is. It's yeah. it's really neat. But in all honesty, I'm curious to see, and I know we'll talk about it later because you played the Japanese version. But how Spirit Camera works in with that, and then Bravely Default, and how AR cards kind of go on from here. Because even Kid Icarus, its inclusion is really superfluous. It's just another way to access the idols. Yeah. But yeah, uh, moving on, the the good game that was included was Face Raiders, which. Well, that is another one I haven't really touched since the first month or two after launch. That was also another showcase game, and I, I think Face Raiders is a really, really well put together game to be included on the system. And I, I definitely thought it was was very good, as evident by my my glowing review that I wrote of it around launch. Um, how was your guys' experience with Face Raiders? I've I'm still playing on and off actually to go for in high school. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's that's kind of awesome. I I mean I haven't really yeah I don't think I've opened up the app since probably June or something like that. But it's it's something you can easily showcase to somebody. I sold many people on the 3ds just because of Face Raiders. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think I ever played it. <laughs> really? I mean, well, I think get the hell was, off this podcast. Well, no, because I think it was a lot of it was a, like a showcase for the 3D 
And that it's like that was at launch back when yeah. I couldn't see the 3D. So I but just kind of. I don't of, think that Face Raiders is a showcase for the 3D. Well, that's whatever. I don't know. That's the impression I got. So maybe it's I should a showcase go back and try for it. for the the augmented reality stuff and All the right. gyroscope mm-hmm. too a bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then I'll go back and try it at some point. And just you know the, the Nintendoism of the system is. Yeah. I mean, Face Raiders works very well. I've played a uh, System Flaw for DSi, which is basically the same concept as Face Raiders, but it's not made by Nintendo, so it's missing that, you know, the, the good, fun gameplay, yeah. which Face Raiders really nails. It's just a very entertaining experience. And nothing beats Afros in space. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, we get to the launch games, which I know the <laughs> 3DS kind of gets a lot of crap for having a bad launch. I personally, I you know, there's a number of games on here that I really liked. There was some I, solid stuff there, yeah. Sure. I mean... I mean, definitely the game that I think I, I've, I've gone back to the most since launch has actually probably been Ridge Racer 3D, in all honesty. Um, that's the kind of game I haven't, I haven't picked it up recently, but over the you know the couple months after the launch, I would go back to that and just do a race or two, you know, process my street passes and go to it. I think Ridge Racer sure. 3D is a really good showcase for street pass because it's just the kind of, you know, you, you see you get a street pass in it and it's like, oh, I'll boot it up. It's been a while. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff there. I mean, it's probably the launch game with the most amount of content. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I played a lot of it when at launch. Uh, I haven't played, gone back to it in a while, especially because, you know, if I'm going to play a racing game, I'm probably going to go to Mario Kart. Yeah, I mean, it did get kind of succeeded, but at least it wasn't like Face Racers where, you know, it came out at six months before Mario Kart as opposed to the same week. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, some of the other launch games, there's the, the three Nintendo games. I, I never touched Nintendogs. Did either of you guys? I put too many hours into Nintendogs. <laughs> God. Did you get your trainer points all high? Did you raise twin bellows? <sighs> yes, I did too much. I even got the robot dog at the very end. What? There's a robot dog in that yeah. game? Oh, robot shit, dog. I'm not even playing now. Yeah. I did not I know did, there was a robot. Was there a robot dog in the original? No. Oh, wow. How did I never hear about there being a robot dog in the new Nintendogs? That is that is better than having cats. Yeah, nobody nobody really talked about it, but it took you a very long time to actually get that, and I even got that, so that's how nerdy I was about that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> how about you, JP? Did you touch Nintendogs? Um, I played the demo, uh, oh, I but did other, too, and I other got than very that, bored. I didn't uh, I didn't do anything. It's it's the kind of thing where I think it was on like it was on sale at Best Buy for like seven bucks and I decided against it. I think that tells you how much I care about Nintendo Dogs plus cats. Sure. Um, the other the other two Nintendo games I thought were a lot more interesting. Uh, I guess also because it wasn't just like you know a, a sequel to Nintendo Dogs that didn't really change too much. Um, you had Pilot Wings Resort, which I think will go down as one of the more fondly remembered games from this this launch area I... of the 3DS. I'm a huge fan of that game. Uh, I, because I, I'd never really played a Pilot Wings before that, and but I sunk a ton of time into that game. I, I was the same way as you. Is that? I mean, it wasn't really by any kind of like you know, avoiding it on my my part with Pilot Wings games, but it's just I missed the N64 game. I ended up picking up the Super Nintendo game when I got into Super Nintendo, but I didn't put too much time into it until I did a Virtual Console recommendation on it, and. I mean, I, I enjoyed those games. Pilot Wings Resort was just, it was really, really good. I mean, it's more like a Wii Sports Resort sequel than anything else. Yeah, and I I hmm. never really played the uh, the flight mode in Wii Sports Resort. Yeah. Uh, Which, so a lot I mean, of that was new to me. 
Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, the the, the flight mode in Wii Sports Resort is just like a tease of, of what they did in Pilot Wings. It was certainly a fun game, but I never went back to that one. That's one that I keep off I'll go back to, but I haven't, because I, I didn't, uh, I guess, what is it, you three-star everything? I didn't quite three-star everything and unlock that last group. I got very close, but then it just got to a point where I, I moved on. I got a little frustrated at the end, so I just stopped and never went back. Yeah. I was like, sure, I'm done with this. That, that, that's the kind of game I'd be curious to see how much I'd like it if I went back to it. But I, I had a very good time with it. I think for a while, well, I guess up until Zelda, it was it was my most played game. I think I put about 10 hours into it around the in, in those first three months. Hmm. But, yeah, and Steel Diver is the mm. other one, which was kind of quirky and weird. I actually sold my copy to JP after I reviewed yeah, it. Yeah, and I still haven't oh, played it. We, we didn't get it at the launch. We got it in May, oh, yeah, I think. I forgot about that. that it, With yeah. a lenticular lens. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I just played a little of it. I played the multiplayer mode, though, like that. Yeah, um, I mean, I... It was cool. Like the, um, I know Greg talked about it on RFN recently, and I think he kind of highlighted some of the cool things about it, is that it is kind of like the slowest speedrun game in the world. Um, <laughs> and, and that's true. I mean, for me, it just, it's not the kind of thing I was going to go back to. Like, I, I played through it, and I enjoyed it. I thought some of the way it, it was presented and how you, know, you needed to beat like the fi- first five levels with all three subs before you could beat the final two, which were crazier and more fun. Um, that was kind of ridiculous, um, but I mean, it was it was a really cool game. I thought it looked really nice, but it's just not the kind of thing I'm ever really gonna play again. Sure, it was fun while it lasted, you could say. Yeah. And then uh, some of the other third-party games that came out, there was you know the the fighting game Glut, which uh, I guess I'll include both Dead or Alive Dimensions and uh, Super Street Fighter Four into that, that, that early fighting game stuff. I, I played some Street Fighter 4. I thought the online was really well, but I'm not a huge fighting game guy, so I didn't, outside of reviewing it, I didn't really touch it too much. I, I'm, I'm a bit of the opposite. I, I love fighting games. Um, when I went back to both of them, um, I found that I liked the single-player stuff in Dead or Alive more. But I was way more fond of the multiplayer in um, Super Street Fighter 4. See, hearing that about the single-player stuff in uh, Dead or Alive makes me want to kind of pick it up. Actually, I was looking at it, I think it was... I think I saw it down to 20 or 25 bucks at Target or something. It seems alright, yeah. But I would pro- that is the kind of game that probably, I guess when I have more free time and Kid Icarus isn't overtaking my 3DS playing life, um, I, might, I might go and look and pick it up Dead or Alive, because it seems like the kind of game that I might have a good time with. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I... Not a fighting game guy at all, but I I picked up Street Fighter Four in a two 3DS games for thirty dollars deal at one point. So I figured it got such good reviews, and for fifteen bucks, I'd try it out. But uh, you know, I haven't gotten to it <laughs> I yet. I feel like that's a recurring trend that we're gonna see. Oh, it's it's a huge trend for me. Although I mean, I've I think I only have like eight games now that I haven't tried. I've, I've gotten better recently. Yeah, I know that sounds <laughs> like, like a lot. Some people but, I mean, are like, it, I've only contemplated buying four 3DS games. I mean, it's, 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 <clears throat> it used to be a lot more than that. <laughs> um, are there any other uh, launch window third-party games that you guys want to talk about? Um, I played a lot of Samurai Warriors Chronicles. I played a little bit of that, too. Although that was a, that was a game... Um, I think I, I basically spent like one night where I put like four or five hours into it. And had a lot of fun with it. And then just realized I was like, 
I just feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over again. I never really want to play this game again. I had a lot of fun with it. I that game was also lengthy. It was the yeah, only yeah. like launch title that that wasn't like having a short lifespan. I put many, many, many hours into that. Yeah. Um, the only thing, it is kind of the same thing, but it's the same thing done well. I mean, it's so at, never at the end really of the day, it's a you know the Dynasty slash Samurai Warriors game. If you like them. You probably already have this. If you don't, you're not really going to get into them. It's a certain. I suppose certain the Dynasty Warriors will be more of people's taste because that will have online play. Yeah, and you can actually play with people. That's the only thing I didn't like about Samurai Warriors. It was single player only. Yeah, um, and I'm looking at the other the, the list of the other third party games. I I had some fun with Lego Star Wars 3D, or I guess Lego Star Wars 3, 3D. I don't know how they differentiated it but um i mean it was a good game but at the end of the day it was just a lego game and that's really a lot mm-hmm. of the, the 3ds lego games it's just like hey it's like the either that, the ds version or the wii version and it's for 3ds now yeah. and there's some stereoscopic sure. 3d and street pass support i have a bunch of suggestions let's completely shun super monkey ball 3d that's uh probably my most disappointing e- okay. 3ds game I, that was the other game I got in the two for thirty dollars deal, and I did play that. And see, I had some fun with it, but I played through the whole game in one sitting in an hour and a half, and I'll probably never touch it again. See, see, my thing is, I, I probably did about the same. Where I, I was looking at, it, I was like looking up, looking at the good old play clock, and I'm like, really, I spent about an hour and a half, two hours on this game, and I have nothing else to do. Just one sitting straight through all the levels, and I'm like. No, this is okay, but then I stuck it thing, in the thing, and I'm never going to play I it mean, again. You can read my review for my actual reactions to it, because now we're looking at over a year, or just about around a year since I've touched that game. But It wasn't it wasn't really inventive in any way or another. Yeah, it was well, like a really bland well, game. In all honesty, it was inventive, yeah. because it, it was inventive in ruining the style of Monkey Ball games, because <laughs> like it would it would give you these back of the box quote yeah, right there it's inventive and that it ruins the series um but i mean that's a long time coming pretty much everything after super monkey ball 2 has been downhill um touch and woe everyone i never even touched that <laughs> see i touch and roll was okay but i i, I think this, this 3d was at least as good as touch and roll i was i mean it was okay but it wasn't but my thing yeah. with the 3D one is that maybe this is something that's been apparent in other Monkey Ball games, but instead of having like these, you know, tests of skill, it's just like, oh, look, you're going over sand, so the ball is going to go really slowly. Whereas in the other game, or at least in Super Monkey Ball, which I went back to replay while, while I was doing the review for this, because I was like, maybe I've just changed and I don't like this style of game anymore. But then I spent like three hours with Super Monkey Ball for GameCube, and I, I still love that game. But that does a lot of it. It's like it always keeps you moving. I mean, Monkey Target's great too, and I don't think that was in this game. It had the stupid fighting game and a terrible racing game. Um, Oh, those were terrible. It's like Brawl. If Brawl sucked, (sighs) it's like Mario Kart. If Mario Kart sucked big time. Yep. But I mean, it just has a lot of these like these artificial barriers that don't really. It's not like oh, you know, I'm having trouble being skillful at this game, so it's tough. But it's it's just like, hey, look, there's sand. Now you gotta go slow. The only obstacles I found was like the only deaths I had in that game was like, oh, I accidentally hit like an obstacle. I fall over now. Yep. I have to start over this level again. Yep. Great. And the one the one game that I'm noticing that uh, none of us are really noticing or n- none of us are really mentioning 
that people kind of raved about was Ghost Recon Shadow Wars, which I think is really overrated. Supremely so. I I I I like it, but um, it's 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 a very distinct taste. Yeah, that's. The I mean, thing. It's, it's like an XCOM take on Fire Emblem or Advance Wars, sort of. Yeah, and I, and I really like that, but it's it's not for everyone. Yeah, certainly. I mean, there's just a lot of things about how that game was structured. How, like, if a person died, you would have to restart the mission. Um, there was just a lot of things that kind of slowed it down. It also didn't help that it was very buggy, too. Um, I had, yeah. I, I believe, I had to restart the same mission because it crashed about four times. Um, oh snap! And that was awful. Hmm. Um, and I guess uh, another launch game that I had some fun with, and I think JP played it too, was was Madden on 3DS, which. Yeah, I am absolutely I think... crushed that there will be no Madden on 3DS. I know that's, that's actually that's horrible. Here's a question I want you guys to answer because I saw this game in a shelf recently for five euros. Should I pick it up? Do you like if... playing football games? Yeah. Oh, you American mean, I mean football? The fi- don't don't get into this discussion yes, yes, with Don. Sorry. But I mean, American football. Um, if you yeah. have any interest in the sport, it's a good, solid thing. It well, doesn't have I've many an, modes. Um, yeah, I have a main interest in sports, so it's certainly that I want to get more used to that sport. But it's like I never have made any progress in getting involved in that sport. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a video game is a good way to get used to a sport, to learn kind of how it's played. And so, I mean, if if you have any interest for that price, it's Probably not a bad deal. I mean, it doesn't have much in the way of modes, but the the core gameplay is really good. Okay. We don't get ma- any many Madden games in Europe anyway. It's almost like we never got the Wii ones or the uh, Xbox or PlayStation ones, and all of a sudden, hey, here's the 3DS <laughs> game. Enjoy! <laughs> Alright, so... Yeah. I'll possibly pick it up. I don't, I'm not sure yet. So now we're moving on to uh, April to June, uh, that window, which was kind of barren. Um, I, I know just the, the list of games that we have. There's Rabbits Travel in Time 3D, which I don't know if either of you guys played, but that game was I, abysmal. I did. I'm sorry. I did, and um, man, mm. I think we got it. We got it earlier. We got it the week after launch. That's the only game that yeah. came out in Europe the week after. And I was like, I'm the only one who picked this up. Okay, sure. Um, and then I reviewed it, and I was like. Oh my god! I thought it's... I thought it was going to be okay, but no, it was it was a it's a terrible platformer. It is. There's also Cubic Ninja, which is somewhat interesting, but also kind of a terrible platformer. Yeah. Um, and then Cartoon Network Punch Time Explosion, which was I mean it, it's a really cool idea, and they they came out with the Wii 360 and PS3 version lately, but it's basically I mean it's it's Cartoon Network characters and Smash Brothers, which isn't really terrible, but. I mean, at the end of the day, you put that up against Smash Brothers, and there's no competition. You have to realize this just came out in Europe months, months after. Wow, I did not. Yeah. I did not know there was that much of a lag between it. Yeah, I think it is published by Deep Silver. Ah, okay, yeah, because I think it was Crave in North America. Yeah, but uh, I was I was looking at that game. I was like. This is a very, very old game. I possibly can pick it up cheaper in North America. Yeah, probably. I think yeah. I've already seen it for probably 15 bucks, or somewhere around there yeah. here. Um, other games that came out during this window, there's the awful um, movie adaptation, or game adaptation of Transformers Dark of the Moon, which was miserable. Dark of the Moon? Yes, pretty awful. And then we have two decent games that came out in June, which were uh, hey. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D, which... 
Mm-hmm. I don't think we really need to say too much about that. It's it's Ocarina of Time in 3D. I, I, I mean, if you guys are you guys aren't of the rare breed where like, oh, I never really played Ocarina of Time that much, so this was cool. Were were you there? Uh, I, I I I played it on the N64 and on the Virtual Console, but the thing is, I haven't played it yet on the 3DS, oh. and I do have a copy. <laughs> so you're you're JPing it up over there. That's that's the only 3DS game I haven't played yet. <laughs> it's like. It's still sitting on my shelf, but I have too much things to play right now. <laughs> I mean, I think to this day, I think that's still the game I've put the most time into on the 3DS. Um, oh, wow. Probably because there was, like, nothing else that, and so it's the only thing I had Kid to play. Kid so. literally just topped it for me. Um, Ocarina of Time had that title for a very long time. Um, hmm. But yeah, and then Resident Evil The Mercenaries 3D was another game that came out around this this time period, and I really enjoyed that game, because I think part of it was I never really played the Mercenaries too much in RE4 or 5, so this was kind of fresh to me, kind of playing it, and the online co-op was a lot of fun, and yeah, I mean, it was it was a very enjoyable game if you didn't expect it to be like, a, you know, a brand new Resident Evil game, which we got a couple months later. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had it, I played a decent amount of it, I, I enjoyed it, I thought it was good i mean i at, at this point after revelations i don't think i could go back to it yeah i ended up but... i ended up selling my copy uh a, a month or two after i had it because i was just like well once revelations come out that's just gonna replace it i think i put like five or six hours into that game i, I was close to 10 actually okay um embarrassingly enough i've actually put more time into mercenaries than i have revelations hmm uh, I blame that more on time than than quality of the game. Yeah, and now we're getting into the uh, the fun time period where the eShop launched. Uh, this was June two thousand eleven. Um, there were a couple releases around here, uh, two Namco Bandai ones that were decent, I guess. Pac Man and Galaga Dimensions, which I really enjoyed playing some Pac Man, although it's not the kind of game that I would have felt nice if I paid forty dollars for. And uh, Dual Pen Sports, which was novel. Not really great, but novel. I I I liked Pac-Man Galaga Dimensions a lot. Um, yeah, I I I was a big fan of it as well. I mean, I I enjoyed you know the online mode. I know uh, Andy and I got into some pretty heated Pac-Man competitions, but yeah, I mean it's it's a cool game. Absolutely. And then uh you know there's the the launch window or I guess the launch window of the eShop virtual console games. Uh I'd never beaten Super Mario Land up until uh I mean I was playing it while we were in transit at E3. I ended up beating Super Mario Land. I remember it was actually a TYP was driving us back from the convention center and Johnny and I were both on like the last level of Super Mario Land. <laughs> which was kind of funny cuz we both had the sound on too. So TYP probably went nuts hearing the the conflicting noise. <laughs> um and then Link's Awakening, which was the you know the surprise announcement at the at the press conference, and that was another game that I've never beaten that, and I actually still haven't. <laughs> See, I've only beaten and this this is a shameful moment here, but I've only beaten two Zelda games. What, Link's Awakening and Ocarina. Link's Awakening and Ocarina, yeah, and I did. It wasn't on the 3DS. I'd, I'd beaten them back on their original platforms, but and those are Link's Awakening is is really one of my favorite games in the series, and. You know, I I I just I don't love really it, so know why, was... I, why I stopped playing Link's Awakening because I was really enjoying it. I think just you know I, I I got off track of it and never really got back on it. I was on like the sixth dungeon, I think. 
I think like in the first eight weeks of the virtual console stuff on the Game Boy, I actually bought every single game on yeah, there. Yeah, I was like, pretty very close to actively too. playing. Actually, them. no, I can tell you what happened because that's that's when I was doing the the Game Pro um, eShop stuff. Yeah. So instead of playing Link's Awakening, my time playing virtual console games was spent to reviewing crap for for Game Pro. Um, and then shortly after that, Donkey Kong 94 came out, which I, that was one of my, I think it was, I don't think I got that when I got my Game Boy, but it was pretty close to it when I got my Game Boy for Christmas when I was a kid, and I played the crap out of this game when I was younger, and I love Rock I was actually, again. A, a funny anecdote, that came out when I was in Germany for a job interview, so I abused uh, the, the Wi-Fi of the company and was um, having my interview hat and downloaded Donkey Kong. <laughs> And played it all the way back. <laughs> yeah. See, I had never played Donkey Kong 94 before that point, and like now I'm like really upset about that. I really wish I'd gone and played it earlier because that is really a fantastic it game. Is, it is a super yeah. game. Best best value on the on the Virtual Console Game Boy stuff, I agree, pretty much. Well, that was a yeah. four dollar uh, yeah. game, right? Yeah, four dollars. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Um. And some of the other virtual console games from this area, I'll just list them off and then we can discuss them. Uh, this is from the June to August range. Kirby's Dreamland, which I'd never actually beaten before either. Fortified Zone, which was kind of a, a weird Contra Zelda style game. <laughs> Kicks, yeah. which I'd never really played before, but had a lot of fun Kicks with. Kicks is great. I mean, I think that's I mean one of the better games on the service. I own too many versions of Kicks. This is my first version of Kicks, and it, it was a lot of fun. I played stuff similar to it, but nothing named yeah. Kicks. Yeah, I'd played... I mean, there's a 360 Xbox Live Arcade version of it that I've put a lot of time into, but this this is also a good version of it. Yeah, and then, uh... I mean, did either of you guys get... For, well, I, I guess both of you probably got Fortified Zone, but did you play it? No. I, I did. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's it's not anything great, but it was just kind of weird and quirky. I, I like it's, yeah, it's sure. the kind of game that I want to see on Virtual Console more. It's, it was one of the games I'd never heard about. I was like, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by this. I was like, yeah, this is good. Another one that I did, uh, I thought I would like more than I actually did, was Avenging Spirit, which is kind of. I mean, it, the idea of it sounds <laughs> really cool because basically, like, you are a ghost who possesses different creatures and then you use them and they have different powers in this platformer but it was just kind of clumsy and I didn't enjoy it as much okay but yeah and then uh, some of the other ones there's Game and Watch Gallery which was one of the later I mean because that was a 1997 release I believe but I mean I've never really played the Game and Watch Gallery game so this this was kind of cool to play that the later ones are way better yeah that's what that's what I've heard and I think the second one is out in Japan now. Yeah, I think so. I haven't downloaded that yet. And then Mario's Picross, which um, I played the hell out of because I really like Picross games, and I like having them... Even if I can't use uh, the stylus, I like having it on my system so I can go to it whenever I want to. Mm-hmm. I played that um, recently. I hadn't played it until recently. I it a bunch recently. Um, and then the last virtual console game, which came out at the tail end of August in this region, is Gargoyles Quest, which was a game that I always wanted to play and finally did with this, and I really, really enjoyed this game. It pretty much lived up to all the hype I had built up about, around it over the years. And it was really, really mm. good. I love the save states, uh, though. Thank you, save mm. states. <laughs> but that's what was interesting about this period, though, is that there was, like, many eShop games coming out in Japan, 
but nothing out in in Europe or America. Yeah, because um, we got the the launch stuff, and then I want to say 3D Classic Xevious came out sometime in this in this span. But as far as original eShop content, mm. we didn't really get anything. Oh, actually, Let's Golf, Let's Golf 3D came out, and I think the end of July. And that was um, the only eShop yeah. game during this June to August span. Didn't we get also, like, 3D Classics Urban Champion around Probably. that time? I think that was the summer. I think that was August. Because Japan got things like Piquas E, which was like a full ver- new version of Piquas, which was awesome. And that's been announced like, for Europe officially, right? Yeah, that's coming out soon in, in Q2 2012 with heavy quotations yeah, but, around but it. Never, but never trust like the release yeah. uh, schedules of Nintendo well, if of you, Europe. If you, if you follow the asterisks, it always says that these dates are not confirmed and could change. Yeah. Um, and then Vector Racing is another one that came yeah. out over in Japan. Um, and that was a good racing game. There was actually vector-style graphics, and the 3D on that was really well done. That was one I always wanted to check yeah. out. I hope it comes one day to Europe and America because that was actually a very surprisingly good game of download play and everything. That's kind of um, awesome. I mean, it, it, uh, if fucking art style soccer is going to come to North America, I hope this can. I certainly hope so. Yeah. Okay, art style soccer looked like crap. I I actually downloaded that when I got my Japanese 3DS because I just got it when there, the eShop launched there. So it was my first title. I was like... Ah, oh, this is the most terrible version of football <laughs> I've ever played. Great, I'm gonna turn this off now and throw my 3DS into the corner. <laughs> Go play Zelda. I never. I played Link's Awakening, yeah. but it would have worked for one of them. There, I mean, there's been like what four or five Zelda games that have been available on 3DS. Yeah. Thank you, 25th anniversary. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um. So now we're moving to September, which is when it starts to get real. Um, the retail games that came out in September that are relevant, we got Star Fox 64 3D, Bit Trip Saga, Frogger 3D, Deca Sports Extreme, I don't really know if that's relevant, FIFA 12, <laughs> and Senran Kagura. Which, uh... Kagura. Kagura. Or Kagura? Yeah. All right. Kagura. Alright. Yes. Let's talk about that one first. I don't know much about it. Um... Well, it has some an interesting thing where there are boobies and girls involved. Ah, okay, it's that one. <laughs> that, that, that's, let's move that aspect out of the way. Um, when you go down to, down to it, it's a very polished action game, which, um, Just put a which lot you of slash, boobs. hack your way. Yes, it has boobs. God. <laughs> but um, um, when it comes down to it, it was... Um, it was one of the better action games I've I've played. It was a bit like it was a bit Guardian Heroes like. Um, it reminded me of um, a bit of bit of the type of older action games, but it also threw some newer elements in, like um, the simpleness of a dash button and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the the way that how they they polished the action and how everything was set up, like um, like the environments were great, the three D was great. Um, um, the gameplay was just a fun aspect to just a fun aspect overall. The story was fun and quirky, only the jiggles really stood out for the rest. But uh, <laughs> but that you could also say to Dead or Alive Dimensions. Um But it was a fun romp. I had a lot of fun with that. It was my first I think it was one of my first retail games with my Japanese console, so that was a good start off, a good start up experience for it. Cool. 
Um, yeah. I mean, some of the other stuff that came in around then, there was Star Fox 64 3D, which that's a pretty known commodity. Um, I know I really enjoyed playing this game as someone who didn't really own Star Fox 64 until like 2004. Um, when, yeah. I, when I got it, uh, I got it at a garage sale, I believe. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun playing this, and I think the game, uh, I I think Kid Icarus may have may have topped it, but I, it was really my favorite use of the 3D on the entire system for 2011. Sorry, Super Mario yeah. 3D Land. Did either of you guys play some Star Fox 64 3D? Oh yeah, I, I, I played it. Played a ton of it. I mean, that's Star Fox 64 is one of my favorite games like ever. I mean, so like having the portable version, having with the enhancements, it looks better. It has a couple extra nice features. So really, I I love that game. Yeah, I mean, have you guys actually played the multiplayer too much? At one of the Street Pass events that I went to, I played the multiplayer recently, and I really really dug it. Um, I because I, 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 I played it with the bots, yeah. um, and that was fun. But playing it with real people, and as dumb as it is, but the stupid video camera, um, it actually is a lot of fun. You know, I barely had barely have chances to play multiplayer here. Yeah. Um, because you need to have enough 3DSs and and cartridges of the game. Or well, download no, it's play. download play. Yeah, sure. It's only but download play, everybody... actually. Yeah, but not everybody has a 3DS yeah. here, so... Yeah, I mean, that, I usually that, get that one or everybody. two people, so at most I get, like, people matches of free going, but um, yeah, I've tried it a few times, it was fun. Well, you know what we'll have to do? We will have to bring this game to to E3 so we can play it and talk more about it then. Excellent. I'm I'm okay. super. That's probably in all honesty. We you screw that. I'm excited to play some of my 3DS games with other people because it's it is a rare treat when I get to do that. It's part of yeah, it's part me, of the reason why I go to these Street Pass events. I won't lie. For me, it will be the the puzzle the puzzle completion and for, first going to America fun yes. for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited for PAX East for that re- reason as well, and that all my puzzles better be done. I'm expecting some people to have all the right pieces for the Kid Icarus puzzle. Well, I, um, the the famous left player, Chaka Conway, is going to be there, and he said all, all puzzle pieces to try to speed pass him. <laughs> um, and then uh, some other games, Bitrip Saga, which I love the Bitrip games. I got this uh, a couple months after it came out. It kind of runs like crap. <laughs> not gonna lie, I did not play like playing Bitrip Runner on it, which is my favorite game of the series because it just it ran so poorly. For me, it my favorite game is Flux, and I I fought some slowdown in there and it was really nagging me. Um, I I did enjoy playing it. I I've played a ton of the of the collection, but I knew in my mind, you know, that the elements of it were that elements of it were crap, and I'm actually currently writing. A European review yeah, for that it's just because it just out came Europe, out what, like yeah. last week or something. Last week, yeah, and it still has the same problems, yeah, so nothing sucks. has changed. I mean, uh, uh, because I have both versions now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like that's the thing is that with Bitrip Saga, like it's cool having them on the go, but you're really sacrificing a lot because some of them just don't really run that well. That wasn't it. That's they cool. mostly don't run well in 3D. When if you turn it to the 3D off, I it actually, works better. Uh, I, with Bitrip Runner, it's kind of funny in that in 3D it was more consistently bad. Whereas if you if you turn the 3D off, then like the uh, the frame rate would kind of jump around. So it was actually better in 3D because it would always be <laughs> it would be consistent. It would suck, but it would be consistent. Whereas you turned on the turned off the mm. 3D, 
and then it would be going all over the place. Like it would run smoothly and then slow down randomly. And uh, one other thing that was kind of heartbreaking to me because um, not many people like this as much, but but I also love Core, and Core, that one's like crap. Yeah, it does. We, uh, uh, because you can't properly play it um, because the timing feels completely yep. off on the. Yeah, I mean that was one that I really enjoyed too because uh, I mean just the kind of the very binary way that 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 is. I I really dug that, and it, I mean it's just that's the thing is I feel like this. This collection was a really cool idea. It just it sucks that they couldn't get it running well. I mean, yeah, because I never played any of the games in the series. Yeah, get picture. But I, 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 yeah, well, because I bought Saga, oh. but I haven't played it yet, and now this is like making me say, "Well, that was kind of a waste." Yeah, well, that's how I felt. Yeah, that's you should have you should have bought complete. Well, see, I bought this because it's the portable yeah. one. I I basically only been playing my 3ds lately, so I mean, even you know. I I I haven't turned my Wii on for anything other than Smash Brothers with my roommates in a long time. <laughs> um, so the next game, Frogger 3D. Did anybody play that? I did. How was it? I own it, but I haven't was played it. Because I've always wanted. Because I wanted to pick that one up, but I I I, I, pick, I picked it up because of my infamous interview at Gamescom. Yes. With uh, Tak Fuji. With Tak Fu- Fuji, that was awesome. Um, at the end, because um, he was um, he was seeing that the the camera guy was laughing. That was Gurdjieff. So hi, Gurdjieff. I'm still reminding you of that. How you completely laughed after he pointed out at you. <laughs> he's he's possibly listening and saying, "Oh my God, don't bring this up, yes. you bastard." Um, but um, that was a very <laughs> funny Gamescom moment as well. Um, yeah, Frogger 3D. I like it. It's um, it's a surprisingly good game. I played a little bit afterwards on uh, Takafuji's 3DS, like he had a complete save of the game. Yeah. So I played a few levels, like an airplane level. I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. I certainly must buy this. And it turned turned completely out what I thought it would be. It's just like an expanded version of Frogger with all these types of environments and crazy stuff. Yeah, I definitely want to check it's, that one uh, out one of these days. It, it's certainly better when you buy it a bit cheaper. Yeah. Um... But I yeah, I got it pretty cheap. Twenty bucks at this point. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I got it pretty cheap, and that's that's what got me to do it because it got interesting reviews, and so I'm like, eh, for for cheap, and it's like, yeah, all right. It's cert- it's certainly an interesting game, but uh, if you have to like arcade action, that's for sure. And I like the street pass mode in where you play the eight bit version of Frogger and go as far as you can go and exchange that oh, data, wow. which I like. There you go. Yeah, I, I definitely kind of want to look into getting that one. Another game that I've been kind of looking into getting, but I, I haven't felt like spending more than 20 bucks on it, is FIFA 12, which I know both of you guys are pretty big fans of. That's like one of my favorite games on the system. Well, and you know, I like football, but I don't think as high about it as you. Yeah, I don't know. Um, because I do like it. There's there's a lot of things to like about the game, like the the shooting. You can like if you shoot in that goal, you can do it for the touch screen and have more an accurate position of your ball. Which yeah, I like. the touch the touch screen shooting is is a nice touch. I mean, it, it's it it gives you kind of precision, but it it it's not like an automatic goal. You gotta time it right, which yeah. works really well. And the game controls well. The 3D is good. The graphics look look okay. Um, the options are kind of limited, which I don't like. You think so? Yeah, no, what, what? I mean, 
certainly most of the cups are there, but like there are not many stadiums to play through. It is a bit yeah. uh, random at places. It, um, I mean, it has all kinds of modes. I mean, you get the career mode, you've got the be a pro mode. I mean, there's 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 a lot to do. Well, there's certainly a few things to do, but it wasn't enough for me to really hold me over for like very long time. I certainly enjoyed mm. my time with it. I certainly don't regret my purchase. But um, it's it wasn't like I wasn't really glancing about it as you, um, yeah. which is fair enough, I suppose. Definitely. Um, there were there were a couple of eShop games that came out in October, or September rather. Uh, Freaky Forms, I believe, came out this month. Although I think it only came out in Japan in September. Mm, I'm um, not sure. Well, regardless, we'll talk about it now. I, I think it might have okay. come out in October in North America and Europe, but. Regardless, uh, I, I enjoyed Freaky Forms. I didn't put that much time into it when I first got it, but I found uh, I started playing it when um, I'd go to the movies and I'd be waiting for the movie to start. I would just make a Freaky Form, and like me and Lauren would just kind of screw around playing with it. And uh, nice. I mean, I just—it's the kind of game that it's—it's it's fun to just make a character and move around with it, and then you slowly unlock stuff in the game. It's—I mean, it's a—it's a really weird game. And it's definitely ever since it was announced and shown off as picture latest back at E3 2011, it's shown to be this really weird and quirky game that's just kind of fun. I en- I enjoyed it. It was it was like one of the most interesting games I've played on the eShop. Yeah, and it's a bunch of former um, um, Skip guys that made it too, and those guys are awesome. Oh, absolutely. Um, I did a lot of street passing with that. Uh, you know what? Actually. During the what was it? During the October thing of um, the early October thing for Europe for the Zelda concert, like not many people had that game, but I street passed like a few Japanese people who had that game and sent me like freaky forms, which yeah, was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, I think you put this down. Uh, the family games. How how were yeah, those on the eShop? Fa- so the first two were pretty great, actually. I liked the the bowling one and the tennis one. Both look good in 3D, so both play well. Uh, I like the tennis one better, though, because you have different camera angles, um, which um, which is very nice, a very nice touch to experience the 3D with. Um, you had multiplayer options, you had local player options, which both which were surprisingly enough good, like ex- extremely better than the Wii were ones, that's for certain. They put a lot of thought into, although the one they released recently, which is a card game, that one is terrible. <laughs> so after two one two good ones, they return to the bad. Um, and what is bad about it? Well, it only has one mode, and it has no multiplayer. That sucks. There you go. So the first two games, uh, bowling and tennis, I hope they come to Europe and North America because uh, I like them. Um, certainly fun with more people. Uh, but uh, if they ever bring the card game, don't buy it. It's a bad deal. Um, yeah, and then the other stuff we got uh, on Virtual Console in September, or at least, uh, I mean, focused on North America. Um, we got Mega Man Dr. Wily's Revenge, which I actually um, managed to sneak download on my honeymoon and play it on the plane right back. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, you know, trying to you work the uh, the wireless at the, the place we were staying. I was trying to download it before we uh, went to the airport, and I beat it. Um, I, and that was a game that I owned as a kid and could never beat. And I uh, managed to beat it on the plane right back, and I was very happy. I mean, I I played a lot of that. Really, yeah, the save state feature is very, very nice I when it comes hmm. to that game. 
Safe states make everything better. And uh, yeah, um, Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins also came out in September. Um, Heck yeah. That was probably, without a doubt, my favorite game when I was a kid. Or at least that I owned, because that was the game that I got with my Game Boy when, when I got it for the Christmas back in like 92 or 93. And well, I think that game doesn't hold up as, as well as I liked it when I was a kid, but that might also come from the fact that I can beat that game in my sleep now. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a great Super Mario game, and uh, I didn't realize how much in common it actually does have with Super Mario Land, and at least how it plays, because they look drastically different, because Super Mario Land has a lot smaller sprites, looks a lot jankier. And this one has bigger sprites, but you can tell by playing the game that it's the same people working on Super Mario Land or working on Super Mario Land 2. And then that even extends to the Wario Land games, too. Yeah. Which we're still waiting for Wario Land in North America. I think that's in my most played virtual console game, Super Mario Land 2. See, I, I played I beat it in an hour and a half. <laughs> I have not touched it since. It was just like I, I downloaded it, beat it, and was like, oh, that was cool. I like that game. <laughs> but yeah and then uh, we got October which is uh, another month with a all more lot of games such as Tetris Axes which I thought was pretty crappy mm, I, I find it okay I bought it and I've never played it and I probably never because then Tetris the original Game Boy Tetris came out on the virtual console so I don't think I'm ever going to feel the need to like say, well, I need to go switch out the card to play Tetris Axis when I could just play yeah. Game Boy Tetris. Even though Game system. Boy Tetris, uh, I thought I would play that a lot more. It kind of runs like shit. I mean, it's just like I guess like I enjoyed playing that game when I had my Game Boy that, that would uh, be when, when I was growing up with my brother. We would just leave a, an older Game Boy that we had. In, in the bathroom so we could play it and we'd have high scores and stuff. <laughs> but I, I have a lot of fond memories of Game Boy Tetris, but I barely played it on my 3DS because I'll, I'll, I'll you know, it's, it's such a, a primitive version of Tetris, despite the legacy uh, that I, it does lead. You know, I, I certainly like Tetris. We just called it Tetris in Europe, I think. Yeah, it was not Tetris X, but Tetris just. Yeah. Which is kind of confusing in stores. Yep. Um... But I enjoyed it um, to a certain degree where I really like just a standard gameplay like Marathon and the modes that were introduced in like a few Tetris games beforehand. But like the new stuff they introduced um, was really confusing. And it just wasn't, it wasn't fun. No, no, one or two were fun, but most of it was not fun. Um, so I mostly stuck to the the more original modes, which I enjoyed, so it has at least something going for it, although possibly wait till it's cheaper. Yeah, I mean, that, that was the kind of game, as as I do with a lot of these games that come in um, for review, I'll usually open it up and just play a little bit of it so I can kind of get a, a taste of it. And I played this and was, I think I had a pre-order and cancelled it after I played it for a little bit. Huh. Um, and some of the other stuff that came out in October... Uh, Skylander Spyro's Adventure, which I, I, yeah. I adore those games. Excellent. And the 3DS version, actually from playing the Wii version more, the Wii version is, is far superior, but the 3DS version is still really, really good because it's a, it's a, it's a light-hearted <laughs> action platformer. That the only th- yeah. I think that the reason why the Wii version is better than the 3DS version is that the way that the characters and figures are integrated into the 3DS version are, I guess, a little... 
like uh, more of a chore. Whereas in the Wii version, it's just like take the guy off, put the next one in. And I understand the limitations of portable, but that yeah. kind of kills that aspect of it a little bit because you don't want to always be, you know, going back to the the hub world, going to that one guy, and then switching out characters and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, there's an interesting thing I want to tell. I don't I don't know if you mind Neil what happened when the game almost came out in Europe. Um, because you reviewed it early in the week, and you had the reviews ready, and I was looking them over, said, "Oh God, I need to buy this." <laughs> so, so what I did, um, the the games came came in on Wednesday, which was again weird because I thought they always came on a Friday. But hey, there you go. So I came in on the store on Wednesday, picked both versions up, and Twittered it at you. Hey, I picked both versions up, and the, you were like, "What?" Yes, I was confused. I didn't realize they were out already. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I directly after I saw the reviews, I was like, yeah, I should play this. And I did, and I don't regret it. It was one of my favorite games of the year. I, Both versions. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, I still, I've still been playing the Wii version. I, I do intend to go back to the 3DS version, actually. Um, if, you, if you look on the website now, you'll see our lovely Kid Icarus Uprising guide. And before we actually start working on that, I was slowly updating the Skylanders character guide that I made back shortly after the game came out. And I, I need to go back to the 3DS version and upload, or I guess update uh, some of the, the stuff for the characters. Because that's actually, uh, the character abilities from the 3DS version, kind of not really that pronounced on the internet. Whereas you have all this all this fervor over, you know, the, the Wii 360 PS3 versions and th- those characters on there, like their power-ups. The 3DS version abilities for a lot of the, a lot of the figures just aren't really discussed. Or... But uh, what I liked about that game, it was more like a traditional old school platform. It reminded me a lot of Spyro and... games. Yeah, yeah, and also a little bit of Super Mario sixty four a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little. Yeah, it um, really took me back, and um, it's one of those games that never left me. So I played more of the three DS one actually than the Wii one. Yeah, which is weird, I suppose. But hey. Why not? And then Pokemon Rumble Blast was a was a game that came out in October that I did not really play any. I kind of intended to get it, but I never ended up picking it up. Did either of you guys get it? Um, I got it when it came out over the summer in Japan. I did not get. All right. Um. So what thoughts do you which... have on Rumble Blast? I enjoyed it. Um. Again, it's one of those games. Just like the Samurai Warriors games. It is one of those games that most people wouldn't certainly not enjoy, but I played the heck out of. Yeah. Um, and what I like more about, in comparison, let's talk in comparison to the Wii one. Um, there are shorter stages. Um, it is like one one, one two, one three. So it's more like shorter stages based. Um, uh, a bigger amount of Pokemon to collect through. Yeah. Um, there's a world map, um, there's more to explore, there's more to it. Uh, they made a lot of improvements to that game um, uh, that made it more enjoyable. But it's like, um, do you enjoy the original WiiWare game? That's the thing you have to ask yourself. If you did, you will love this one. If you didn't, it won't change your mind. Yeah, I didn't really like the original WiiWare game. <laughs> so yeah, so you shouldn't pick up this one Sounds because it won't good. change your mind. And then the uh... but if you but if you love the original, there's a lot of changes made and there's a lot of things to enjoy. So um, and then there's Harvest Moon: A Tale of Two Towns, which uh, did either of you guys get that? 
Yeah, I played that. It um, never came out in Europe, oh, so yeah. that sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's a solid harvest it's a movie. Game. Game. It's like, it, yeah, but I mean, it's it's you know, it's Harvest Moon. Good. Yeah, it's not one of my favorite <laughs> games in the series, but it's good. You know, if you want a Harvest Moon game on the 3DS, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, and I believe there's an original Harvest Moon game coming out on the 3DS, but who knows when that'll come to North America. I don't even think it's out in Japan yet. Yeah, so it'll be a little while. And then the last game on this list is The Adventures of Tintin, which I assume, uh, Don, you played this, right? Yeah. Was it any um, good? I played this for completion. I liked the game. Um, it was a 2D side-scroller with a lot of uh, puzzle elements. Cool. Um, and surprisingly enough, it plays very similar to like the, the the console ones, but it has a lot more content going for it. Cool. Yeah. Um, so it's it's very simple to pick up gameplay. There's a lot of um, clever elements, like a lot of um, you have to a lot of fight a lot of bad guys and go around them to um, to defeat them. But um, yeah, that was really good. That was a really surprising good licensed game from Ubisoft. Oh yeah, and there were comic strips for the cutscenes, which I like because I like the original comics. Awesome. And then uh, yeah. we had another eShop release during this time, which was Pyramids. I believe it was from Enjoy Gaming, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that game... I mean, there there are a lot of really good games on the eShop, but I think that one doesn't get enough love. I think that's that's an underrated game. I, I, I had a lot of fun with that game. Well, I think that it came more through their reputation because they enjoy gaming were known for bringing out terrible games on Wii yes. and DSiWare. So the people that the crowd that already was familiar with Nintendo downloadable titles hated enjoy gaming. Um, so when I picked this up, I found my surprise very intrigued by it and was like, this is a surprisingly enough good game. Well job, guys. Yeah. Well done. I think, I mean, it's outshined by a lot of the stuff that came after it, but I think it's still definitely worth playing. You know, old school kind of thing, but really... No doubt. No doubt, no. And then uh, Speed Through also came out in Japan. um, Which is coming out... out, um, It's coming out in North America and Europe like in a week. Yeah, I should have a review up for that very soon. Awesome. And it's called... Um, uh, Because... um, It's Speed Through Potzel's Puzzle in Europe and then Ketzel's Corridors in North America. I don't understand why they changed the title. It could have been a nice franchise name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, I played it when it came out at the Nintendo Direct, the second Nintendo Direct. Yes. Um, so I played it all the way through. Um, really enjoyed it. They, ma- If I have to say, if there was a sequel, um, of any 3DS game of a sequel I've played, so Nintendogs, um, uh, Bitrip, um, whatever, you name it, this was the best improvement they made to an existing game. Awesome. They changed so much from the original formula and added so much to it that um, it felt like so much it felt like a so rich and original game again. And they removed all the issues the original had. Um which was a fantastic experience through and through. Um you, I won't say what I will score it. It will be a high score. Um, but um, it will certainly stir some interest in my top five eShop games. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, really looking forward to picking this game up when it comes out. I believe it's April 5th 
in Europe on April 12th in North America. This should be a PAX yeah. East next week, too. So uh, I'll probably check it out there. Yeah. It's a hole-in-the-wall fun-type experience. Yeah. Um, one, one of the... One of the interesting things, for example, there's like challenge towers, which you have to make your shames quickly as possible. Um, they have more challenging blocks, which are like side quests, so you don't have to um, necessarily do them. But uh, they have this world map introduced where you can uh, just go them if you want to. And you have this upgrade system where if you get a certain amount of hearts, you have to collect hearts in this game. Um, you open up new areas and new extra challenges for you to play through. There's, so there's a lot of content in there. Awesome. And then there were two cool virtual console games. Or I guess one cool one and one interesting one. Cat Rap, which I, I love, I adore, or, or Catch Rap. Catch Rap. Yes, or uh, C-H Rap, or uh, Catter App, um, whatever you want to call it. I, I really like Cat Rap. I, I bought that game pretty much entirely on your recommendation. It's not really Bill, that good, I'll be completely honest. I liked it. it I mean, a really I, it's cool not game, like But it's not great. As, as good as I sell it to be. It, it's not great, but I had I, I had a lot of fun with it. So, I mean, I know yeah. it's, I, I've made worse purchases. The, the month before, when it came out, I think in... Did it come out in Europe first? I think, I think so, it did. right? Yeah. You were like, damn you, you have good, you have good rap. I was like, yeah, it, it came out. <laughs> you were, you were really waiting. You, you were really waiting for that game to come out in North America. I was like, "Well, it's finally coming out." I said, "Heck yeah, official cat rap day!" Yes, yes. I I need to remember what that day was so I can celebrate it next year. Um, it was sometime <laughs> you mean in this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, this year, the year after this. Right now, I'm living in 2011 because <laughs> we're we are recapping 2011, and I'm living in it right now. I've gone back oh. in time for the purposes of this podcast. <laughs> and then Burger Time Deluxe was the other one that came out that I thought that was pretty cool. Um, it's like a I, Burger I like Time, that, yeah. like a linear Burger Time game as opposed to an arcade game. It's it's better than the Wii Were one. From what I hear, yes, yes, very much so. I I played the Wii Were one. I know. Uh, the, really a bummer about the Wii Were game. It looked like it could be cool, but it was not. No, it was it was very pretty bad. And now now we're moving to. I think the most prolific month in 3DS history so far, and that is November 2011. A lot of good yeah, stuff Cave there. Yeah, Cave Story 3D yep. came out at the top of the month. Uh, that Which I own and haven't played. I've played about two hours of it um, to basically confirm, I, like, I, okay, yeah, it's Cave Story, and there's some 3D graphics. That's cool. I I have never played any Cave Story, wow. which is why I bought this. So it's like, it's one of those, I need to get to it, but I have, like, 12 other things I need to be playing as well. So yeah. I, I, have a, I have a weird opinion on this because I played it, I finished it, but I necessarily did really in, didn't really enjoy it. I was like, I enjoyed the Hero one better. Yeah, I kind of agree that I don't, like, there's that part of me that kind of would just rather buy the DSiWare version, which, Europe, you still can't buy, sorry. <laughs> okay, here's the and, thing. Hey, I, own the, I own the DSiWare version. You're just weird. No, but see, what happened was, I bought this so I wouldn't have to have the DSiWare version in my system because Nintendo stupidly won't let you uh, okay. play DSiWare off the SD card. All right. And so it's like, okay, the 3D graphics are cool and whatnot, and it's like, you know, I want to support these guys. It sounds like a cool game, and it's like, I, I basically found a way to justify it. Yeah. So <laughs> you, could, you could easily say, hey, we delayed the DSiWare again, DSiWare game again, sorry. Yeah. yeah. 
Really, if they would just release like the Wii version on the eShop, I would probably buy that too. Heck yeah! I'm crazy. I, I, I would, that, I would that play is that. The best version of the game, and that's why I don't really understand yeah. how they re-released it so many times. I mean, well, you've got that. There's, there's the PC Cave Story oh, yeah, Plus, Cave Story which Plus, I've heard which good things about. It. So if they were to take that and port it to the eShop, that came out and, directly after Cave Story 3D, so that kind of killed it too. Yeah. Yeah, and from what I hear, Cave Story 3D is missing some of the content that's in those it. other it's got versions. It's basically nothing extra. It's just the game. No, so there's like it's a new weird. Area, I mean, I it's they're trying to sell it for forty dollars. You think they'd include at least everything that's already yep. made? No, they only have like 3D graphics and a soundtrack from Danny B. Yeah, which I, I like the soundtrack. Du-du. The soundtrack was pretty cool. I, I I did enjoy it, but I didn't really like the graphics. Yeah. I liked um, the pixel. I would play with the every character with sprites. Because um, that was what I preferred. And I think it's dumb that it didn't include just the pixel art. Yeah. But hey, see the, the, the pixel art. I mean, it's cool, but that's not the reason I want to play the game. It's the the whole idea of the the, the style of game. You know, it's I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm excited to play it. I've got like twelve different things I'm playing right now. But if I ever find a gap in there, I would love to give it a shot. I know, then we're moving into some of the big guns. Uh, Super Mario 3D Land. <laughs> Which greatest game ever? I would say my favorite 3DS rare game. My favorite 3DS game. It, this is my second favorite, but that's also because I'm the crazy person who loves Kid Icarus Uprising. Uh, Neil is the Kid yes. Icarus fanboy. Very true. But uh, really, 3D Land is. I mean, I, I've said this before on the forums and whatnot. It is, I think, it is not just my favorite 3DS game. I think it's my favorite game that I've ever played. I don't know if I go that I'm far, just but a I huge do completely adore this game. I am a huge fan. I mean, because I, I mean, I, I love basically everything that EAD Tokyo does. I really, really um, need to go back and play Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. But I'm a huge fan of the Galaxy games, and this game is basically you take the Galaxy games and then you combine them with Super Mario Three, which was previously my favorite game ever yeah. made. So, it's, I, I it's actually, just... for me, it was way more exciting because the first time I played this all the way through, that was at Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you so I, I played great impressions yeah. from from those there that one time when you went and chucked at the game. Well, I I, I played it two times. Um, one time I did both impressions, so I played it all the way through a little bit of the extra worlds, and I got uh, got so much good stuff out of that. It was um, man, I I tried to make it as far as I could <laughs> just in one sitting, which was insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, and had much adrenaline involved too. So, and the second time I played just at home, um, it, it it felt still fresh to me. It was still like the second time, and it, I enjoyed it again and again. It was one of my favorite 3DS games. That's how I enjoyed it so much. I wanted to see more of it. And then uh, Shinobi was another game that came out, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's I, I own it and I haven't played. I, it. I found that. <laughs> Because I, I wrote the, you know, I played a lot of it. I wrote the review of it, and I actually went back to it like last month, and I just found that I, I didn't enjoy it as much as I did when I first played it. And I think it's because some of the the, the more annoying things about the game design kind of showed up more when I went back to try to play it on harder difficulties. It's just like, you know, motherfuckers keep on throwing stuff at you off screen all the time, constantly. And I guess that's just Shinobi, but like, I don't know, like. Yeah, I, I love me some Ninja Gaiden and everything, and, you know, hard games are fun, but Shinobi kind of seemed, I guess, like, unnecessarily hard at times. It seemed to lack lacked a little of that depth of, as it got to higher difficulties, is it still really fun, or is it just frustrating? 
And that's something that I felt was nailed in, in something like the Ninja Gaiden games on NES. At least one and two. I, I don't really care that much for three. I, I, st- I still love Shinobi. Um, not in the top five, but I still love it. Yeah, I still think it's a really good game. It's just that as far as like those style of, like I guess, like hard as balls ninja games, it's it's not near the top for me. Still very good. I'm glad that Kryptonite got to make it before Sega stopped publishing everything that wasn't Sonic, Football Manager, Aliens, or Total War. Yeah, I would buy Sonic Football Manager. Yeah, Sonic Football Sonic Manager Football Total Manager. War with Aliens. That'll be the next game from Sega coming in 2013. And it won't come out in Germany because EA are devils. Yes. And um, all right, so uh, I'll just I'll just run through a couple that I played and reviewed and don't really have anything too amazing to say about it. Uh, Lego Harry Potter Gears Five Through Seven was a pretty good Lego game. I, I think the oh, Lego okay. Harry Potter games turned out to be one of the the better groups of that. That I guess. And I, I haven't played the 3DS one. Is it any good? Um, I forget exactly. I think it's based off the. Uh, I don't know if it's based off the the console version or not. I think it might be similar to the DS version, and I I enjoyed it a lot. I don't. I've, I okay. haven't played the Wii version, so I don't really have a means of comparison to it. But I thought mm-hmm. it was a very good game, and uh, way improved gotcha. over the first one. I thought. Um, okay. Yeah, but uh, it's it's solid. And then Cooking Mama Four, which is just it's more Cooking Mama. There's some 3D graphics. Game Ooh, King Mama Four. Wow, Mama's got it. Like you know, some English sprinkle in a little salt, and you're done. When I played when I played the demo, I was waiting was waiting for no 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 please don't check the babies. <laughs> and then uh, I will shut up and let you guys talk for these last three, which are Sonic Generations, Ace Combat, Assault Horizon Legacy, and Centipede Infestation. Because I have not really spent a good deal of time with any of these games. Um, Sonic Generations. I reviewed that. I talked about length about it in an other connectivity episode. Uh, go listen to that if you want to have my full thoughts on that game. Um, to be very short, I liked it. Thought I was a bit short. Was good. There you go. I bought it. Haven't played it. Um, Ace Combat um, Assault Horizon Legacy. Didn't enjoy that. Just played it recently. Was a lot of fun. Centipede. I haven't played. It's not out in Europe. Ace Combat. I have played. That's one of the games I bought and I have actually played. And I I I, I like it a lot. I mean, I bought it on on Krim's recommendation. James Jones, RFN guy. Uh, his recommendation. Uh, and you know, I like it. I I I think it's a really good little fight game. You know, it's 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 really good. And as Centipede. Uh, I bought, you know, it's it's like really cheap now on Amazon. It's like seventeen dollars yeah, or something. Yeah, it's on for and, and I, at Target for I believe thirteen. See, the game is totally worth that. It's, now, why, why, I mean, it's, actually, I held it in my hand and then talked myself out of it. Main, mainly more because of you know I didn't really see the value in spending that much money on it. And, that game oh, is I I'm a hearing. big. It's like it's like half centipede, half Geometry Wars kind of game. Ooh. And it's 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 like story based. The story is like ridiculous. The the whole there's like a guy, you know, the 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 bug killing guy, and then there's this girl who plants mm. flowers. And the, the story is ridiculous, but the the gameplay is really solid. Um, okay, so you know, it's like an arena shooter. Go like on that. more about this geometry wars comparison. How? Well, I mean, it's 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 an arena shooter, so it's like you've got like a squarish, rectangleish kind of area. I see. And you you control your character with this stick, and you shoot with a Face buttons, 
this, this is a game that would have benefited from circle pad pro support if but i mean you can't yeah. it came out before it was like announced but the interesting, the interesting thing about it, I actually bought the Japanese version of like Ace Combat when it came out in Japan, and it had Circle Pad support too. So I was one stick moving the camera, one stick just moving the the aircraft around. Yeah, but at Centipede, I mean, it's like you you shoot with the face buttons, and so you're moving around the arena, and there's like enemies coming at you from different areas, and they like drop these power ups, which. Which are nice. I like they upgrade your weapons for a short time, and and uh, it's just like you can shoot fire, or you can like have these laser things coming out of you, and it's like I I, I really like this game. So um, is it level based or is it just like? Yes, okay, level cool. based. I, I might actually hmm. check this out now. It seems really interesting. Yeah, and it's I way mean, forward. Like, and who doesn't love way forward? Is way forward? Is way yeah. Way forward is one of those developers that's like, yes, I want, I want to see more they, from they them. They make they're, really they're... good licensed games. I remember there was one summer where I reviewed Despicable Me and Galactic Tazball, mm-hmm. and um, both were pretty once, good. Once we, once we get into December, we'll be talking about another game of theirs that I'm a big fan of. Speaking but, of uh, which, yeah. <laughs> we're uh, we're we're almost in December. <laughs> Metroid Two for Game Boy came out in November, uh, right around for Thanksgiving. That was a very good game. <laughs> But I did not yeah. play much of it. <laughs> uh, but it's Metroid 2. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so moving hmm. on to retail in December. Or, like, you know what, let's start off with the eShop and just go with that way forward connection. November's, November is the month. November is the best month for retail, but I think December is the best month for well, the let's, eShop. Let's line out the, the three eShop games that came out were Pushmo at the beginning of the month, then Mighty Switch Force about halfway through, and then VVV, VVV closed out the year. And those are probably my three favorite eShop games this side of Mutant Muds. Yeah, yeah. well, Mutant Muds, Mutant Muds is probably my yeah, favorite, but these are two, three, and four. Um, I mean, Pushmo, just, it's, it's intelligent systems working their puzzle magic. It's a great I know, game. it's like, it's... It's it's a great kind of like you know I love the kind of spatial reasoning type puzzles. It's like you gotta figure out how to get there. And I, yeah, I'm 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 a real and it's one of those where it's like you think for a little bit. Well, this formula I don't know if this formula is sustainable, and they'll keep adding yeah. little things to it. They'll add the switches and they'll add the you know the all all kinds of stuff that that really you know just ratchet up I, the complexity. I, you know, I I like my switch force, <laughs> but I found it a bit short. I, oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, this definitely compared to Pushmo, and we had a quite a big discussion about this for uh, the end of the year awards. And Mighty Switch Force ended up winning. Is that Pushmo offers so much more content, but Mighty Switch Force offers significantly less amount of content. But for me, what kind of worked really worked good so though. well with Mighty Switch Force was that that high score mechanic, because it is that, or I guess the the, the time mechanic rather. Where, yeah. you know, you can do these flawless runs and get underneath the par time. And that's really fun to explore a level and be like, all right, how can I attack this? And then you go and you execute I mean, it. And then maybe you're a little longer and you're like, how can I make this shorter? And then you make it shorter and then you're done. I mean, it's it's short, but it's really, really, really yeah. good. Definitely. Of uh, what I liked about um, Pushmo, or all blocks as they called it in oh, Europe, push in Japan. Um, but uh, what I liked about uh, pull blocks basically is yeah. that um, I could just download a puzzle and just have a new thing to play through. Yeah. So I went yeah, back, I mean, and, we back get and, the... and again and again. Uh, what what was interesting think? about it? I had the original the Japanese version, 
And that wasn't originally in the game. Yeah, the QR code they, support. They, they had to patch that in later, and at first it didn't even work. <laughs> so yeah. they had to patch it again a week again after the patch. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I think the QR code thing, which is done in a lot of different games, is a nice little touch on Nintendo's part. Yeah. Really, I I think it's it's really well thought out. I mean, because you think some games you can connect to the server to do it, but this you don't even have to. You can just find a code like on the internet or wherever and scan it yep. in, which I I think is a really nice touch. And in this and Pyramids does it, and other games do it. So I I I, I like that mechanic. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, and it gives you some un some unbound replayability with Pushmo, which I liked. Um. Doesn't mean that Mighty Switch Force is bad, but um, I never went back for records. I played it through once or twice and was like, I'm done with it. See, I got records as I went. I, I didn't allow myself to move on to the next level until I got the yeah, record actually, on the one I, I just beat. That's a good mentality. Game. <laughs> because yeah, I've been I haven't kind of either. about trying to get the high scores for each level. Huh. It's a good mentality, although I'm like, I want to play full completion, not for the fastest yeah. time. But that's something that I enjoy. Yep. And then, you know, V, 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 which, I mean, it's... So good. That That's a short... That It is excellent. Yeah. It's really simple mechanic, but really brutally hard at times. But uh, that game, I mean, like, the, the main game is fairly short, but there's a lot of... Long. there There's a lot of extra content there in there. There are basically, what, 20 other stages that are, you know, anywhere from a half an hour to, like, two hours long. I mean, I've already like I've looked at my activity log and I've put five hours into yeah, the game, I'm at which five is. And I really. I mean, I think I'm at like five even. So I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm totally worthwhile. I'm, you know, they, like they, they put a they yeah. put a good amount of bonus content into there. That game is definitely if you are worried because you've heard that the the PC game or the the V V V V V V is is very short. It's like they they packed a lot of extra content into the 3DS definitely. version. And. I played like 10 hours into it. I played many of the bonus levels, um, which I also played on the PC. So I wanted to play it to see how it compared, and it, and it plays perfectly. Um, like, um, when, the, when the thing launched, they had a level of Notch, um, who made Minecraft. Yeah. And that level was also included in the extras of the, the 3DS one. So that's like the first level I went through, and it was really... It played flawlessly again. It was uh, one of the finest experiences out there yeah, definitely. on the eShop. And then uh, retail in December, uh, I mean, the the big ticket game was definitely Mario Kart 7 by far, which I enjoyed the game. Definitely not my favorite Mario Kart, but very, I mean, it's Mario Kart. I enjoyed playing the I, game. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I liked it, but I was disappointed in Mario Kart 7. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the I, writing I mean, on I'd the like wall to. is that I think I've played it once in 2012. Hmm. I haven't played it in, well, how many, just two times, I think, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, Neil Neil and I have, like, philosophical differences when it comes <laughs> to Mario Kart. Um, as as my, my, my favorite was DS, and I think this is, in many ways, a better version of Mario Kart DS. Well, it's also no, better, it's I disagree. Also a, a better version of Mario Kart Wii as well, but that's what you DS files always ignore. I know, I'm just, I'm... I like, but see, I never really cared for Mario Kart Wii that much. I feel yeah, about Mario Kart Wii. I think Mario I'll... Kart Seven. Then actually, you do care about Mario Kart Wii a little bit. 
I'm, I'm just saying, I, just I, I never... Just a, doesn't mean it's okay, shitty. Okay, stop. I, didn't, stop. I never played it with motion controls. I always played it with remote and non-shock. Um, I like Mario Kart Wii. I, um, played it with, I played it with the Wii wheel, just for the record. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I like Mario Kart Wii. It's just not one of my favorite games it in the series. I prefer... See, okay, I think I, I like I 7 like a lot. I think 7, it, maybe it just kind of like fuses some of the ideas from DS and some of the ideas from Wii. And I think it's, it's I think it may be my favorite in the series. I need to play it some more before I come to that. But I mean, I, 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 I like it a lot. Yeah. I, to be honest with you, um, I like Mario Kart Wii and DS a lot more. And that's the thing about um, Mario Kart is people think, oh, Mario Kart is Mario Kart, but there oh, are Mario, important please. distinctions between the games. I, I know that, but the, the thing is, um, I felt it was a step backwards while, well, with less content, with more tracks to play online, definitely. You could play uh, anything you want in comparison to the DS version. Yeah. But like I think no, Mario Kart. Were, were no, I think were, I still think Mario Kart DS I'm, in recent I'm, memory has the best set of original tracks. See, the the one thing that I mean, everyone brings that up, and we should really get off the Mario Kart thing before this just becomes an hour of us bitching about Mario Kart, which we've done on Connect. 3DS before. Year One and Mario yes. Kart cast. But I mean, my thing is, I'm like, I, once again, even that's so subjective too, because for me, I have I, know, I have trouble is. remembering, and like outside of Waluigi Pinball, like I can't think of any other memorable ones from DS. Airship Fortress. That was a good one too. Okay, two. Yeah. I I I know, and not everybody is, but I'm a big fan of TikTok Clock. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I mean, like that's uh, the thing I like is, the like, I don't really remember a lot of the DS ones. It's not that I didn't play the DS and one. It's just that Delfino Square, which is a Mario Kart waiting, was really good. And uh, I like the some of the, like Mario Kart Wii did a good job of picking out some of the good ones. Although it also had Yoshi Circuit or whatever yeah. it was, which was like but the worst track in the game. Me, you know, it wasn't for me. It wasn't about the tracks because the tracks were fine. Like the solid, the solid gameplay was. Yeah, there. I agree. I agree. The tracks were like, great. Yeah, but it, it wasn't like I was, for example, big fan of like the mission mode. That's gone. There was no mission it's not mode even like on in Wii and, where it was just kind of hidden online. Like it just yeah. That, I mean, I th I think Mario Kart Seven seems a bit Definitely. rushed. Yeah. I mean, bringing it back to what we're talking about, I think Mario Kart Seven, I think could have used more time in development, and I think they just wanted to have it out there by the holiday. Well, that's why they got Retro to think, help out with it. Yeah, yeah. I f I think it is certainly a polished product, but the the for me there was a lot of style and flair missing. For example, all the unlockables were like hit in the 150cc, nothing in the 50 or the 100. Which made my experience very, very short yeah. to play alone. I agree. And that's the thing is the online didn't really grab me. No. And I don't know if that's a reflection of me or, you know, of the series. And I, here's the, here, it's coming from the guy here who played 200 hours of Mario Kart Wii Online. <laughs> yeah, I played a lot of Mario Kart I, Wii I've Online. Played, far I've more played. than i played on Mario Kart 7. Yeah. And Mario Kart 7 is a as a lower barrier for entry for playing online. Yeah. I've played almost, I think, at best six or seven hours online in Mario Kart 7, and I've never went back so far in in February, March, and April. So, there you go. Mario Kart 7, divisive entry of in the course. series, as are pretty much yes. like all of them are at this point. You'll you'll never find one that's like everybody's like oh yeah that one was really good. Although I do have my favorite game of December, retail wise, would be Nano Assault, which is uh, from Shinen. Yeah, I knew you were and, going uh, there, and that that's a good oh, game. I have game. played that. Yeah, one. I think it's fantastic. Um, you know, it's got a it's got a great you know variety of missions. 
Um, there's a lot to do even afterwards. There's all those really hard achievements and challenges and high scores to go for, and you have online leaderboards. And outside of a couple bugs, like it, it's just a fantastic game. So I, I haven't played Nano Assault because um, I should be coming in queue to Europe. So give us the, give me a pitch, like a one-minute pitch. Why should I pick this up? Um, it's, I mean, it's a, it is I mean, a shooter with beautiful 3D mm-hmm. graphics, uh, probably one of the best uses okay. of stereoscopic 3D on the system, in all honesty. And how yep. it works is basically um, there's, there's two different modes of gameplay, primarily, outside of boss battles, mm-hmm. which are, are a little different usually. But... Um, you're basically controlling a ship that's going around this kind of like planetoid looking thing. Like think like Mario Galaxy a little bit, except for it's smaller okay. planets. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you control the ship, controls like a twin stick shooter, which is a little rough using, you know, the face buttons to shoot. This think, is another think, one that could benefit yeah. from And you go around and you kind of shoot these different things yeah. and uh you need to, you know, collect DNA strands, you're like fighting viruses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go through these different levels, and there's really creative enemies, a lot of really, yeah. really fun bosses as well. And then um, pretty much once per uh, stage, or I guess like, you know, group of what, what cells, or whatever they're called, basically, I guess world. And there's about six or seven worlds, I think. Mm. Um, yeah. There's like a Star Fox-esque stage that is also very cool. Okay. Um, hmm. I mean, it's... Just... But see, I mean, it's, those are good, but they're... Not as good as Star Fox oh, no, 64, no. I, and they're not as good as Candy Crush. I mean, they're role. that's what that that, that, that most. Yeah, I mean, there are better versions of that type of gameplay. There are at least two better versions of that type of gameplay yeah. on the system. But it, I mean, it's it's not terrible at all. It's just you know, it's it's, it's not bad. It's, not it's just great. outdone by other games on the but, system. I mean, it's just if you like shooter games, it's it's very fun. Oh yeah, it's a, it's it's a good game if you can find it for like cheaper. I mean, it was it launched at twenty dollars, yeah, didn't I it? it did. So but, yeah, um, it's 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 worth that. Yeah, but I think they're gonna fix some they are, issues actually. in the Japanese and European. And version, I think they're fixing so. the bugs as well because there was something that you would run into. It's one of those ones where I think it was like you know you had to go into the menu in a specific way with some of the arcade modes, and you would I think wipe wipe your save. I didn't actually run into it, so I, I haven't had an issue with it. What but if, I know what, would suck if it would happen? Yeah, though. it would. Yeah. So I'm going to wait for the European there, there, version, I suppose. There is another game that if I lost my save file, I probably would have been happy and then lit the game on fire, and that's Dr. Latrec and the Shot Knights. <laughs> oh my god, do, do we really... Box disaster. quote again, okay, that's stop, a box stop. quote. Do we really need to talk about this? No, I, well, I just want to say it's a complete mess and disaster of a game, <sighs> and I think it's complete garbage. <laughs> okay, I want, to, I want to put this out there. I've put more hours into it than Neil, and I feel the exact same way. Yeah. I put like 25 hours into this. I think I, think oh, I cracked that at 60 garbage. How can you put 25 hours into a game you hate? Because I like to play games to completion, sir. Um, I, but, I spent um, about 6 or 7 I hours into it and realized, death. okay, this is the entire game and I'm just going to be repeating this. And it be- it becomes even it's more miserable. stale after twenty five hours. It's 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 one one of one of most the revolting most revolting game I've played on my three DS. I kind of agree. And uh, there were other games I hated that, that I think are worse. But this is just I mean it's a game with potential that just fell fell completely flat. And the worst part about it is that yeah. like it looks really nice, like graphically it it's pretty good. It's just that the gameplay is stupid. It's a shining turret. Yes, it is. Um. And we got three other games, two of which were Japanese exclusive. We got Renegade Kids Face Racers, and then Puyo Puyo and Monster Hunter Tri-G, which lit Japan aflame, most likely. Yeah, Puyo Puyo, um, 
that was a fantastic puzzle game. It had a, many, many yeah. modes. It was very... Man, I sunk t- too many hours into that, that game, too. I would love to see um, that game come to North America, but I doubt it will. Yeah, and that kind of sucks. Yeah. Because it has, like, four, four to eight... What is it, like? Four-player online, eight-player local. Uh, they're, like, various, uh, mo- various single-player modes, like 24-story modes with all the characters from the t- 20 years of Poyo Poyo. Ah. It is a very extensive game. And... Monster Hunter Trigy, of course, introduced the Circle Pad Pro. But that was my first game I played through. I played almost exactly with, with like, an, um, what is it like? An, um, Classic Controller Pro. But, um, it was little improvements, like, you could use some, um, items from the touchscreen. It, it played nice. It even looked fantastic. Um, that, of course, had to remove, like, the online stuff. For some reason, it didn't fit. But they added like new mission content, and you could download new missions from like um, their online uh, feature shop, which I liked. So there's a lot of things to play through there. So two very lengthy games at the end of the year. Cool. <laughs> yes. And then um, yeah, moving on to January now, which is probably the most depressing retail month for North America at all. As I'm looking at. Oh, wait, before we go, let me just say one thing about. Bionic Commando on the Virtual Console. Oh, yeah, I console. forgot that, that came out right at the end of the uh, <laughs> um, I like this game. It is incredibly confusing. It's... It's, it's Bionic Commando. Very, <laughs> I mean, it's... I've never played any of the ones before, but, I mean... It's like, there's a map, but it doesn't tell you what you're supposed to be doing. And I, I enjoyed playing the game, but it's like, at, at a certain point, I just couldn't figure out what to do, and I had to put it down. But I... I... Uh, I, I like the game. Oh, man. It's a cool game. I enjoyed playing the Game Boy version, too. It is very reminiscent of the NES game, but, I mean, obviously mm. it is a little different because it's on the Game Boy. And it is not mm. Elite Forces. That is a different game that came out on Game Boy Color. But, I mean, it got me interested to play other games in the yeah. series. So I Check out Rearmed. I'll... The Rearmed games are that's, very That's good. what I was about to say. I was going to say I'll probably well, go... Well, there's now that, uh, that digital collection from Capcom, which have all the download titles in there, so you could possibly pick up that. Oh. Yeah, I will. I think, yeah, I'll probably go check out Rearmed. That's probably what I'll do. Okay, January. Yes, um, I'm looking at the list of retail games that we have, which are uh, Rhythm Thief, Shinrei Camera, which is Spear Camera, and Order Up, none of which have come out in North America yet. Yeah, so it will be just me, yes. I suppose. So go on. <sighs> so what do we want to hear about first? Oh, let's go Rhythm Thief, because that one I'm really jealous okay. about. Because that comes out next week in Europe, yes, I think. in four days. It comes out in July in America? Although, who knows? With all this disaster stuff with Sega, that seems like a game that, that future would be up in the air, which is yeah. awful. You'd because, think they'd find a way to release games that are already pretty much done to recoup some of the money. Because even the because the European version has American voice <laughs> acting, so I certainly think that Sega put that all that money in there. Um, but hey, what? Who knows? Um, let's talk about Rhythm Thief. Rhythm Thief. Um, at first glance, people would say this is all these type of um, rhythm-based mini games. And you would be correct in saying that, but it has also... It's like a full adventure. Um, like a, a little bit like point and click where you find items to use in um, in the game itself. Um, and new unlockables like music and stuff. And it's... Um, 
Okay, let me put it this way. So, the first there's the story mode, where is this guy, Raphael, who is at night, uh, this guy called uh, Phantom R, so like a, a guy who steals stuff but brings it back a few days later. Um, he's trying to search for um, his father um, and wants to this girl, and they have some wacky adventures. It's a very fun story, and the animation is incredible. Like, the, the animation on those cutscenes is superb. Like, the best thing I've seen on the system. Even better than Dr. Log, Dr. Log Track, which you, I I think you would say you enjoyed animation on that, Neil. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's even better than awesome. that. Awesome. I can't wait for this yeah. game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are, there are various types of minigames involved, like, woven into the story, and they also sometimes help to move the plot forward. Um... There are like things just with the buttons. There, there are like dancing mini games with the stylus. There's some gyroscope stuff, which usually works pretty well. Um, but th- there's just one mini game that doesn't work really well, and it's really, really bad. Which, which you're on a hang glider. That's my only gripe with it, with that game. It's that one mini game that really took me that too long. Um, I think overall the story wraps up pretty well. It has a nice beginning, middle, and end. Um, it sets up for a sequel, which I still hope Sega thinks about happening with the whole news we are hearing, because um, um, as far as as far as content goes, it, it was I've put like nine hours into it. It was like after that I thought it was done, but there was still like extra mini games to unlock in the world. There was like um, endless games to play. Um, you could play multiplayer against other people. Um, there was a lot of content in there, and and was even I haven't even tried like the street bus stuff where you can compete in like um, high score modes and see their replays. Um, so there is a lot of things to enjoy and see in Wyndham Thief. I want one don't want to go into that too much because on the site on MWR there's a review from um, Danny which I encourage you to read, and I want people for the most part experience the game for themselves because. Um, I love the story. It's really wacky in places, but it's something that you need to see yourself. Um, so go out and do that. Oh yeah, and there are some clever references in there to like older um, Sega rhythm and DS games. Like there is a song from the Rob Rabbits in there. Uh, there are references to Samba de Amigo. Um, so. It's pretty much a Sega game, although you don't see it in the inner linings. You see it in the clever stuff they do with it. Awesome. I, I really can't wait for that game. But I guess in the interest of time yeah. a little bit, we will uh, talk about the eShop games from January, such as Mutant yeah. Muds and Zen Pinball 3D, both of which are fantastic games, I feel. Excellent. Really, yeah. Really, Mutant Muds is, I think, my second favorite game on the 3DS it's, right it's now. spectacular. I... I I mean, it is. Really, I, yeah. I mean, I was hoping it would be good. I was a little worried. You know, Renegade Kid doesn't really have a strong history with platformers. I was a little worried, and then I played it, and I was completely blown away. I really enjoyed that game. I know it's it's. I mean, I it's it's just fantastic. It's one of. I think it's the only 3DS game. I mean, it's short, but I mean, I like just 100% complete of that. And I was like, if if I weren't trying to play four other things right now, I would like go back and start a new file and start it over again because I, I just love that yeah. game. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
And then Zen Pinball 3D was very cool too. And we should be getting DLC for that sometime, maybe. Who knows? Zen Pinball, the, the, the online oh, leaderboards, the yeah. friend leaderboards make that Definitely. game. For me, at least. I mean, I mean, it's a testament to the way Nintendo's designed that you've got the system-wide friend code, which means I don't have to like set up a specific friend list for that game. It's just everybody I've added is already right yep. there. And so it's yeah. like, I mean, it's you shouldn't be praising Nintendo for something they should have had from the beginning, but it's they finally got it right. So um, there you go. Well, you you say there's DLC in the works, but on the release list from Nintendo of Europe, they already have like from Zen Studio. There's already like Marvel um, Pinball, a Marvel Pinball, and 3D Solitaire. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, that that was something yeah. that Zen Studios said back around when Zen Pinball came out. But who knows what's going on with that? As we have not even had a piece of DLC in North America or Europe yet. So we'll now, see. And, and the game was in Europe out since September. Yeah. So that's a really long time without any news. Yeah. Um, and then uh, re- retail in February, we had a, a glut. Um, just going down the list, we got Resident Evil Revelations. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic, the the 2012 London Olympic Games, Tales of the Abyss, uh, Tekken Tekken 3D Prime Edition, uh, Metal Gear Solid, Snake Eater 3D, Fate Rhythm, mm. Final Fantasy, which is got confirmed for uh, a summer release in both North America and Europe, and Pro Evo Soccer 2012. Um, I really dug Revelations, you know, Tales of the Abyss. Yeah, really, that's yeah, that was really good. I mean, Revelations. I mean, we've, we've had a pretty good. I mean, 2012 for 3DS with you know Mutant it. Muds. Well, I mean, you yeah. get Mutant Muds in January. You got Revelations in Kid February. Icarus. You get Kid Icarus and Crush 3D in March. I mean, we've we've had a pretty good year so far. And I think Revelations, up until Kid Icarus, was certainly the best retail game in a while. I mean, really, I'm just like I. I, I'm I'm a big fan of Revelations. I'd never really been much of a Resident Evil guy. The only one I'd put much time into was Resident Evil Four on the Wii. Yeah. But yeah. I really, really dug Revelations. I mean, I think, I mean, I think it just got the right balance between the horror elements and the action elements. I mean, that I I I really really like that game. And then, uh, yeah, that came out. Yeah, that came out. Resident Evil Revelations uh, January, came out in January, yeah. just before my ho- yeah, just before my holiday. So I played that all the game awesome. all the way through during my holiday. Um, to quickly talk about Sonic, Mario and Sonic 3DS. Don't pick this yes. game up by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. If you like Tales games, definitely recommend it. If you don't, that was my no. Christ- that was my Christmas game back <laughs> yeah, in December. Yeah, yeah, because that came Europe. out in uh in November, yeah. I think, in in Europe. That's I I play that during the the Christmas holiday. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And then uh, tech... I just have a direct timing for some reason always. Yeah. Uh, Tekken 3D. Awful. Um, Laggy online. It, the no gameplay is player. good. The game the gameplay is good. The rest of it is. Man, it's it's really it's the kind um, of thing if you have friends nearby who play a lot of Tekken, then maybe Tekken 3D online is for you. Or you're probably or better off playing list. a Tekken game on a TV then. Or friends on your friends list because it works there. Oh, it does. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's weird. Um, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater 3D. Um, if you have a Circle Pad Pro, go for it. If not, uh, beware. No, that's weird. I mean, I've never really played a Metal Gear Solid, and I do have a Circle Pad Pro, so I'll probably end up picking that up at some point. Um, and Fate Rhythm, I I can't wait for it's a you know it's a rhythm Final Fantasy game that sounds awesome. I love it's, the music. Um, it's um. That is one of the most amazing 3DS and Rhythm games I've played in 2012. Yeah, so far. Next to 
I mean, Rhythm Thief is more the the the, the game that everybody could enjoy. Um, but Rhythm Thief, um, Rhythm, I mean, Tear Rhythm Final Fantasy is really for the Final Fantasy yeah. fan and and lovers of how um, game music has developed over the years because you have this nice perspective mode where you start at the first Final Fantasy and go from two, <laughs> three, and up up to all the way to thirteen. I'm, I'm pretty giddy for that um, game. Won't lie. Yeah, so so you will see how like video game music has evolved, which is pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. And of course, after that, you can play it separately on higher difficulty settings. There are uh, challenge um, um, sections to play with different songs. And DLC. There's also and DLC. It is a very complete package. Although, if you don't buy the DLC, you are still like thirty hours busy with that awesome. game. And then we had some cool eShop games for February. Uh, well, I guess maybe cool is, uh, I mean, interesting, maybe. It's a better word for me, because <laughs> Sakura Samurai came out, which yeah, I, I didn't think was amazing. Uh, we, we talked about that, Don, Danny, and I talked yeah. about that a while ago, so we'll kind of keep that brief, but you can go back and see an episode, I believe, from early Danny February. Danny and I enjoyed it a lot more than you, um, that's for certain. Yeah. I, I did understand your flaws with that game, um, but I had so much fun with it. I mean, it's it's not a bad yeah. game. It's just that I, I had some issues with it. But I had more issues with Dylan's Rolling Western. Um, your oh, mileage may vary. Very divisive your, game. Your mileage may vary. Uh, definitely read reviews, take into account what you want out of the game before you go check that out. Then Because Neil for... and some other people hated it, but then there's some other people like in their talk back and whatnot who are huge yeah, fans of I it. So it's really... I, th- I think for the European... Uh, if you're a European and played like the Tingle games, they are the same developers. Yeah, so you have to Van think, Poole. did you like the gameplay of that? And I was also very decisive with people. Uh, Denpa Ninja RPG, which is that cool kind of AR RPG that has only come out in Japan so far. In not really. It's not really an RP- AR RPG. Um, the only AR aspect of it, it's like that you collect creatures oh, okay. at different Wi-Fi spots. Uh, mo- rest of the thing, it's like a real, real RPG with all the elements awesome. on there. Um, all your uh, characters are these little like Pikmin-like with their own characters and voices uh, creatures. That's cool. I, I, which I, are, I think which that'll come own, in North America. And yeah. Europe, which have which have their own antennas, which have all the several powers, which can grow over time. Yeah. Uh, there are there are items. There's little costumes for the, all the characters to wear, which give them different stats. Yeah. Uh, it's a very quirky game. I will have to say this: this is my favorite eShop game. Awesome. I played. This is an eShop game, and I put twenty hours into this. Fantastic. And I've not. I'm not even done. Wow. Um. And then to the close this off, uh, Crush 3D and Kid Icarus Uprising came out in March 2012. In the you know. Right around the one-year anniversary of 3DS. Well, I guess Crush came out in January in Europe, but it finally came out in this asinine way. Um, I have Crush. It's sealed. I haven't opened it yet. I'm a big fan of this game. I'm about a quarter of the way through it, and I, I think... I mean, it's it's difficult. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it doesn't feel cheap, at least yeah. to me yet. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it will down I, the line, but com- so far... I, compl- I completed it. Um, it's it's I I okay. I will say this. I liked it, but um, the thing, the main problem with that game is it is very weird in places where it becomes too difficult or too easy at very random spots. Yeah, it, it, I've kind of noticed a, that. It's like I'll play like one level that's like really hard, and it takes me like forty-five minutes to complete, and then the next one I'll finish really quickly. The difficulty spikes are really over the place, and that's something um, that will really defi- 
decide people. Some people will like it, some people will hate it. So it really depends on your taste. I mean, I, I doesn't, I, I haven't felt she It really makes you really think. It's, it's a great. Yeah, yeah. It's a great kind of like, well, how do I, you know, I have to get from here to here, but how do I do it with the, the things the way they are? And you got to rotate the thing and look but at it. And it's even, even like we have talked about it so much, how it was washed over in Americas, but even in Europe, um, nobody could find it properly in stores in the first oh. month. Uh, it was almost ridiculous to find. The only way I got it is for, for a friend in Germany. Uh, again, Bridget, hello. Um, because in the Netherlands or the UK, I couldn't find a copy. So, yeah, I mean, yeah there like, you go. You know, I, I told this story. I'm like, Neil, I mean, I told the story in the emails and Neil mentioned it on newscast where it's like... I, like I had it pre-ordered because I, I had it pre-ordered on Amazon, and then I was like, "Well, wait, it's GameStop exclusive," so I switched the pre-order to GameStop. I did the in-store pickup, and so I go by the store and I say, oh, "I'm trying to pick this up," and they had no idea it was there. <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad news all around. Um, and yeah, then Kidigar Surprising. I think it was really poorly. It was, I thought it was really poorly handled because I saw the complete game in August. I was like, "This is really fun." And I don't know what happened. It's it's still well, the actually, weirdest thing that I can has... tell you what happened. Yeah. Did you see how Sega was decimated last week? That's what happened. That was yeah. the build up to that. But, it, but it, it's 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 still one of the weirdest things that ever I, happened. I agree. Um, and then Kid Gross Uprising was the last game we come out. But if you want to hear more about that, we we're probably going to have segments on connectivity from here until infinity. I can I can talk a little about it. I will not be on that segment, I think. Um, so, I like it. Um, the controls are really tough to handle for me. I had really a tough time learning them. Um, it took me a very long time, actually. Um, but I did enjoy the game. I finished it. Um, I liked it. I loved, I loved the story. Um, I loved the gameplay of it, but... Were just the controls. That's the only thing that really hold me back at places. Um, I still need See, to I... try the multiplayer at some point. Hopefully this week. Um, but yeah, that's all. Thing that's very short and snappy. I mean, I, I, I think I've gotten used to the controls at this point. I, I tweaked them a bit to increase the sensitivity, and I think that's helped me out a bit. Okay. Um. I, I like it. I mean, I, I'm getting used to the controls. There's like so much stuff going on in this game, and it's like there is so much content there. There's so much like okay, you play the level, and what happens? I played the first few levels with the sound off because that's usually the way I play the 3ds. But everybody was talking about how crazy the story was, so I uh, last night went back and started over again, playing with the sound, and I'm like that really changes the game. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous in the best way. I I replayed that um that Star the level with the Star Wars reference again today. Uh, because it was one of my favorite levels in that game. I've been meticulously yeah. replaying the the first chapters, uh getting the treasure hunt stuff. And uh going through that I'm I'm at like chapter seven or eight, but it's great replaying things and it, I just I'm amazed at how I'm not getting bored despite the fact that I'm yeah. just replaying the same levels. Yeah, I I've played like few levels like over and over again, I'm still enjoying it. So it must be something doing something really right. Yes. I'm I'm um, like a I'm addicted to the weapon yes. fusing. I've like uh, I was like it's like I just like the the one weapon I have is like been fused like twelve different times. It's like I 
it's like I'm like, well, this is good, but what if I combine it with this and this and this? It's just kind of I I I mean, it it doesn't always make perfect sense, but it's like addictive to me, so right. I like go through it every. I, I quickly want to mention though, because we quickly brushed over it, Shenhui Camera, uh, because well, that's coming out in North America pretty soon. I want to say what, a few well, things about it very it quick. <laughs> yeah, I want to say it's very okay. quick though. It, it's, it will be yeah, it will be long. I skipped it earlier. Thirty seconds. Time. <laughs> yeah, but I, I have not much to say about it, really. Um, if you are a Fatal Frame fan, really look forward to this, because they do some very interesting things with um, with the franchise, and particularly with that instances in that game. So if you like Fatal Frame, buy it. Buy it, really. Buy it. Pre-order to go buy it. Yeah. So there you go. It's 3DS. Yeah first year really i think one of the better first years of any system that i've ever played at least agree. i mean they... and we'll yeah we I will mean... all talk to you in about a year so we can go over the next year all yes right. and it'll be even longer because there'll probably be more games coming out <laughs> yeah, i'm looking ahead at may and june i don't know but yeah. who knows mm. may and june were pretty light this yeah. past year well, as we'll well, see. So... well see. well there are some there are more better stuff coming out in japan than europe and america for certain yeah. And I think, I mean, we're going to start getting, I think and guilt summer one. won't be as, as dead, because, I mean, we know Fate Rhythm yeah. is going to come out, and I think Kingdom Hearts 3D is slated for summer tentatively as well, so that's cool. Hey, at come least on. I can show you that stuff, or oh, are it to free, like, Guild 1 from level 5, or we'll have that with me. Awesome. Luigi's Mansion 2, Animal Crossing, Paper Mario, <laughs> maybe they'll actually come out. Blast. Maybe. All right. I, th- I think I think one of those games should be coming out in August, September, but you never know. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, that's uh, 3DS Year One. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye, Bye everybody. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, as always, you can send your email comments to connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. Uh, don't forget, you can also follow most of us on Twitter, and please rate and review us in iTunes. We will love you forever. Have a great week.